Welcome to the Greybeard Chronicles podcast. Your hosts, Brian Halstead and Kevin Harkins, are two gray-bearded patriots who love God, their family and friends, and their country. The Greybeards are here to inspire, inform, and educate you on a myriad of topics they are passionate about. Brian and Kevin have a strong desire to share this with you to help you live your best life. Sit back and enjoy this amazing podcast as the Greybeards pass along the wisdom of the ages. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 46 of the Greybeard Chronicles. I'm Brian Halstead, and I'm, I'm Kevin Harkins, yeah. The man, the, the myth, and he's in person now, right? We're actually back face-to-face, 14 feet apart, but face-to-face, and, and you're not on the phone. It's awesome. Great Good to, to see, see you. you, Brian. Yeah, you, you look better in person than you do through well, the Well, I was grainy. just going to say, I mean, I wasn't going to actually call this out, but I, I think you got prettier. <laughs> just saying. Uh, I know I don't want to make it weird or anything, but, you know, just well, I know just I, an observation. I know that I sound prettier because of this really high-quality new microphone that you got. So I'm sure the listeners are appreciating me not being remote <laughs> at this moment i'll take it, it. it yeah I'll it's, take def- it. it's definitely going to be a change in sound no doubt right you don't sound like you're on the phone somewhere in a barrel yeah it's it's nice although the chair here is not quite as comfortable as what i'm used to oh now we're back in. to the the whining about the chairs again we've had this conversation have we not uh have we had it on the air i don't know yes it, we, we have because we've talked yeah, about the fact right. that we spend our money on other things yes yes <laughs> <laughs> the, the chair is fine it you know just as long as you don't mind sitting at attention i well i think these were donated chairs so you know the price was right yeah, absolutely <laughs> i i uh you know it's nice to have something to keep you awake while you're here and you you know the pain in your rear end is what you're talking about <laughs> on these these uncomfortable chairs jeez uh, stop whining all right all is good all is well yeah i'm thrilled to be here i man i am too it's nice to uh to be back face to face no doubt it'll uh i think that the conversation is going to flow even better you know i agree because now i can see your whole body react to my jokes and poignant remarks rather than just you know from the shoulders up right (laughs) and you know you're now you know i have pants on yes i do Right. On the video, there was no guarantee. No guarantee. And I didn't ask, and I didn't want to know. But <laughs> All right. So episode number 46. We, uh, we're going to be coming up on a year here before we know it. Uh-oh. Got some action going I don't on. Know. I don't, I don't know, know if you can hear the, the sirens in the background, but uh, we just had some roll out of here. Um, we're right next to a fire, fire station. Department. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, so... Um, what are we talking about tonight? I'll tell you because I picked the topic. Okay. Unless tell you want, no, you tell me. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't want to take it away. So you, you, you tell me what's going on. What are we talking about? Well, what did I tell you? We're I'll talking start. About? I'll start out saying this before I announce the topic. This is actually how our relationship started, way back when. Yeah. I, nice, I, nice tie-in. I like. I that. judged you. I'm sure you judged me too, and. Uh, wasn't necessarily a bad judgment but i certainly did judge you and uh yeah the the topic is judgment and the the subtitle is dot 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 and diminished possibilities 
Yes. I like it. I think this is a great topic, and I'm glad that you've picked it because it needs to be talked about, and we need to remind ourselves of the things that we've learned throughout our lives. At some point, I may tell you a story. <laughs> that yeah, will. Well, I, I was wondering what was going on, yeah, right? Yeah, you so can see the You had the, the grin oh. and, and everything else when your body language Ooh. was kind of reacting to the thought of that story. I, I can't. I can't recall if I've told you this story in person or not, but you will enjoy reliving it. And I think I'm going to tell it today about judgment. So anyway, I don't want to steal your thunder. No, no. Why did, uh, you, why did you pick a topic on judgment or uh, the topic on judgment? Well, I think it's one of those things that we say we shouldn't do. And everybody, and I can't say everybody, because there may be some outliers out there that don't engage in it ever. I, no. Yeah, I don't think so. maybe. I'm just being generous. But, yep. you know, I think it's something that we often do. And in many cases, it really doesn't necessarily negatively impact our experience, right? So, you know, you might not have lost anything as a result. And at the same time, it's, it's those other instances that I am more concerned with here, right? So, you know, what have we missed in our life? as far as, you know, information that, that information, you know, that people may have shared with us or experiences that we might have gotten to partake in because we judged someone or something, a situation and decided, you know, we didn't like the way that sounded. So we backed away from it. And you know, I, I just, I feel like people do that way too often yeah. and they're not open-minded enough. And, and, you know, one of the things that, that we talked about on, on a, fairly recent podcast within the last, you know, four or five anyways, is the, um, the seven habits, mm -hmm. right? Um, and, and that seek first to understand, you know, I, I, you can't operate that way, seek first to understand and be judgmental. I think those two are mutually exclusive. And so, you know, the, the, that was kind of spinning around in my head and I just, I, I feel like, you know, it's a conversation to have. And, uh, and challenge people to think about, you know, what are you, what are you missing out on? What possibilities for your life have you passed on because of the judgment you made? What is that? That's a, that's a great way to, to say it and to think about it. What is the opportunity cost associated with the judgments that you make and the actions that you take as a result of those judgments? Wow. Yeah. Powerful stuff. Um, when you were talking well. That's a, that's a whole nother story, but, um, yeah. Was there some particular thing that came up in your life or in your memory that triggered this and said, I, I want to talk about it or is it just, uh, yeah, it was a, it was actually a conversation I was having with somebody that, um, was, was sharing with me, um, something that they were engaged in and listening to, to, to somebody share some information and, this person that was sharing the information said something that they didn't agree with. And so they just shut them down. Right. And, and stopped listening. And, you know, I, I got to thinking about it. I'm like, man, what did you miss after that? Right. You know, uh, just early on, somebody may have shared some information or they might've said something in, in a, you know, an introductory introductory format and, and you didn't like what they said. And so you shut them down and, and, uh, you know, for the next hour that they were sharing this information or however long, what'd you miss? Yep. 
Yeah, and that's you... and that's not a bad thing. And I'm not I'm not judging that person. I'm I guess I just it was a head shaker for me, right? So it doesn't it's it's not an it's not something that upsets me. It's it's like an opportunity cost that you know. It's like I almost feel empathy um, for them and, and and wondering what they missed out on. Yep. Yeah, you you just reminded me, which I hadn't thought of when I was thinking about this topic and and preparing a little bit. There's a uh, I still consider him a very very good friend of mine that I've has been a great friend for over thirty years, and. One day we were talking about, um, I don't know, just life in general, and the subject of politics came up, which is always a dangerous thing to talk about. And uh, it was during the period of time that, that Donald Trump was running for president. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a popular subject, mm-hmm. too. Yep. And he just could not get over the fact that I was in support of you know, that candidacy. And that was it. It was over because the relationship ended at that point because he couldn't get past the the fact that I uh, was in support of this particular candidate and and it's uh it's too bad but that was a really so somebody you knew him for how long 30 years and you had a is it was it a friendship was it it was it, a, it was an it acquaintance was, it was a deep friendship Get out of here. It was a deep friendship. Yeah, maybe not so much. Yeah, well, maybe it if, wasn't. If, if, right. that's, if that's enough to, to right. send the train off the tracks. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. And it, he just couldn't understand how anybody, he, you know, he was so strong in his opinion on that topic that he couldn't understand how anybody would support, you know, you know Donald Trump for president when, you know, went back when he was running based on all of the things that he had done and all of the mistakes that he'd made and all of the whatever. And, you know, I just... <laughs> He couldn't understand how I could come to that point of view. And, and he just, and that was it. It was over. Just like that. It was amazing. It wasn't over just like that. But we, you know, we parted amicably. And then I called a couple times later and tried to set up uh, times to go golfing and do some things. And it was over. It was done. No return calls. And it's really, in- really interesting time. Yeah. So I, anyway, I still consider wow. him a friend and yeah, look forward to seeing him again. So I haven't seen him in, since that time. So how, how long has that been? Four years? Something like that? Yeah. Um, yeah, because Trump's still on his first term. We haven't gotten the second one yet. Correct. <laughs> That'll spin some people up, I'm sure. Probably not anybody listening to this podcast, so. Oh, I'm sure there's somebody out there who may listen to it for the last time now that they know that I was. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's harsh, man. Yeah. That's, you know, because there's. There's some folks, I, I have friends and acquaintances that have different political views, and I still think they're good people, you know? Yeah. I, I, I don't agree with their political opinions, right. and, and at the same time, I understand that they have the, the right to feel that way. And, you know, I think we've had this conversation, too. Bef- you know, I, I'm, I'm curious, right? So mm-hmm. what causes somebody to have that different opinion, right? So it's, it's all about the the conditioning and their life experience and so on. And it's, it's every bit as real to them as my opinion is to, to me, Yep. you know? And, and so, ah, man, I just, that's a head shaker that somebody mm-hmm. would throw away a friendship like that, that, that had that kind of longevity, you know, cause prior to that engagement, right. That engaging on that subject, you guys, wow. I didn't, didn't have an issue. Right. 
Yeah, that's a. Uh, At least not that I was aware of. Maybe there was more to it. I mean, there probably is more to it than I than I know. I don't spend any time worrying about it. I don't. But I just, um, <clears throat> it, it's speaking to the point that you made. Yeah. That. Uh, and and the other. Yeah. Thing, what what are you what are you missing? What's your opportunity what, what cost? You well, I can tell you, his opportunity cost is he doesn't know about this podcast, <laughs> and he has not had an opportunity to listen to it. Perhaps you're right. And his life is not as complete as, as a result. Be. There you go. There you go. Uh, the, the first story that when you told me what the topic was, the first story that popped to my head was one that I heard, which I'm told is a true story. I don't remember where I heard it. It was not. It was in a book or in a maybe an audio, audio book or something. But it was a story about a gentleman who was on a train. And he just was completely zoned out. He was in his own head doing his own thing. And his children were with him. And his children were just all over the place, being very, very misbehaved. You're nodding. Do you know this story? Do you know it? Um, yeah, I, th- I, I keep going, but I think you shared this. I think this is part of the Covey um, information. Oh, that's it. Yeah. See, first to understand. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that's where I talked about it. Yeah. And, and that, so that's the story that popped back to my mind. So his children are everywhere, all over the place, being very poorly behaved and jumping and yelling and doing all this stuff and... The person that was sitting nearby just could not believe how he was not taking care of his children. And, and how can you be so rude? Get your children under control and stop bothering everybody on this entire car. And finally, when, um, when the gentleman talked to, the, to this guy, he said, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just coming from my wife's funeral. And, uh, you know, that's... <laughs> It changes the perspective. Yeah, it's like, completely, you know, yeah. I feel like a jackass. I feel like a jackass. For, for thinking, you know, bad things about these people. There you go. Yeah. You don't, uh, I actually had this conversation with my wife um, yesterday talking about the, the subject matter of the, the podcast. And I shared with her that story. And, you know, it was, it was actually on the heels of, of her saying, you know, you, you don't know what their situation is, right? You don't know what their story is. You don't know what they're dealing with. And, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta operate with some grace there. Right. So give, give people the, the grace to have, have the freedom to, to behave in certain ways. And, you know, um, just don't rush to judgment and, uh, go about your, you know, it's, it's like, so and this came up in conversation with her too. It's like, what's going on right now with, you know, do you wear a mask or don't you wear a mask in public? Are you required to? Or are you not required to? You know, and, and people getting downright offended mm-hmm. by folks that aren't wearing masks. That's right. You know, and then there's people that are just getting stupid about it, right? So I, I shared with you my experience the other day where I went to a local retailer to pick up an item that I had ordered online and had delivered to the store because I thought it might be quick. Actually, I thought they might have it in stock. So I went there to pick it up and uh, called them, said, hey, you know, they, they were offering curbside pickup. And so I called them and said... I was there and I, 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 you know, wanted to pick this item up and they said, well, we're, we're open to the public now so you can come in. And I walk up to the door and there's a sign that says you have to have a mask. Well, I didn't have a mask. So I called him on the phone. I said, Hey, I want to be respectful of your sign. And I just talked to somebody he said you were open to the public and I don't have, I don't have a mask. Um, and they said, well, we could bring you out a mask. And I'm like, well, if you're going to bring me something, how about you just bring me that thing I ordered, <laughs> you know, so, so I Instead can get of two it trips. and yeah, and get the heck out of here. Um, and ultimately that's what they did, but it's like, you know, let's, let's not, 
uh, get so caught up in the situation that we just kick logic to the curb. Right. You know, and I, I think sometimes judgment can cause you to do that if you don't pull the reins back on it. You know? Agree completely. Yep. So here's my question to you. Um, we're we're going to uh, talk about this, I'm sure, a lot over the years. But when you, uh, when you first, when you and your brothers and sisters, if there were some sisters, I don't remember any. I think it was all brothers. Came to the Bro- brewery brothers, for the first time. We, we say brother is a gender neutral term. All right. When you and your brother came to, uh, <laughs> came to the brewery for the first time, what'd you think? What was your judgment? So we, the very first time, and I, that's interesting that you asked that the very first time, because I don't think we met you the first time we were there. Okay. Um, but it was it, the first time we were there, we, uh, you know, we are always looking for cool places to hang out. And um, I, I tell you, our community is, is hungry for places like that. And, uh, and, and thirsty, too. Yep. Yes. Yep. And pun intended. And, uh, you know, it, it was, we were, you know, just taken in, right? We were taken, taken by it first time we were there. The, um, you know, the beer was phenomenal. Food wasn't all that, right? Right. Because, you know, right. I mean, you had to start slow. You had, you know, you sandwiches and chips and yeah, so on. That was it. Um, it wasn't horrible, right? right? But it's certainly not the fabulous stuff that you guys are rolling out of there now. Right. Um, no, we, we loved it. I mean, we, we keep coming back. So, you know, we like something about it. You bet. Yeah. So the other side of that coin is, you know, what you guys looked like to me when I looked <laughs> out. Uh, I, remember, I remember exactly where I was standing I was inside the main dining space. I looked out the window. The picnic tables were out there, and there you guys were gathering. When I say you guys, and for those of you who, who maybe don't know uh, Bryant and, and all about his motorcycle club, I, I, not his, is all of their collective motorcycle club, um, you know, they dress the part. They look the part. And uh, when I say that, I mean when you see bikers – you have um, a stereotypical image in your mind, and you guys were that. Or you might have a stereotypical image in your mind. Most, most. Then people, again, you yeah. might not. You're right. Yeah, you're right. I did. I did. And and there was there was a judgment associated. And so I was thinking, hmm, you know, because I, I'm sure that I've been to biker bars, you know, ones that are truly biker bars. And there, there are some things that go along with being a true hardcore biker bar, but, and, and that's it. There are places that are like that. Right. And I thought, is it possible that we are going to become a biker bar? I mean, this was in the early stages of things, and you got to be discovered, and all of a sudden we were being discovered. And so I just didn't know. So I decided to enter into the mouth of the tiger. <laughs> You, you didn't know whether to come out and be security or just introduce yourself and say you're part of one of the, you know, you're one of the bears. Right. That's cool. Right. Yeah. So that was, you know, obviously it uh, was a, ended up being a wonderful experience and oh my goodness, I could not believe, I really couldn't believe the, just the, the kindness and the courtesy and the, um, the interesting discussion that took place right out of the box. Uh, with with all of you guys it was just such a neat group and that was unexpected and had I not done that had I not decided to go 
step into the middle of it to find out who you were and what you were up to and what your story was. You know, I may have continued with my original judgment that, uh oh, here's bikers and we don't want anything to do with those kind of people. Right. And uh, get out of here. Get out of here. And y'all right? would not be hearing this podcast. That's right. That's right. There you go. I don't think we've told that story exactly on this podcast before, have we? Or maybe we I, haven't. I don't know. I, we've we've talked about it, um, but I don't know if we've actually said that on on the podcast. That um, yeah, you know, you uh, we were were there because we like beer right. and we like cool places to hang out. And uh, you know, you came out to talk to us because you you know saw this crew. You didn't know what we were about, and you were curious. And um, I, I don't know what else, but. Um, you know, you were you had some of those judgments, right? That based on stereotypes and so on. But uh, I, you know, and I've said this to you before. I have fun with that. Right? Yeah, um, I like that you do. Actually, I think that's a that's a cool way to go yeah, about it. Because I love to surprise people. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I, uh, I, having worked in law enforcement for a number of years, there uh, is a tendency in that community to put people in certain buckets. Yep. AKA stereotype people. Yep. Um, and it's interesting to be on the other side of that. Okay. Um, and I have fun with it and, uh, yeah, you, you were just another example of that. Yep. So I, I, I think it's cool. So this is one of the things about judgment. First of all, there's nothing, I, I don't think there's anything wrong. In fact, I think it's probably healthy and good to make an initial sort of judgment about the situation that you're in or that you're experiencing. I think it's, it's part of the survival of you know who we are yeah i'd agree with that um and and so nobody should feel bad about an initial judgment that they make about somebody or something uh it's what you do after you have that original judgment to to seek first to understand yeah to think about because i you know what what's the internal dialogue you have with yourself after that there you go there you You know and then what do you do with it right so having the judgment is not wrong or bad or don't feel you know but but once you have it then think okay let me just let me stop for a minute, slow down, and, and really think about what's going on here and why I'm doing it. And we've already shared a couple examples. You have no idea what's going on on the other side. You might think you do, but you don't. Right. Uh, and even if you know a little bit, you don't know it all. And that ends up sending you down a path that, uh, well, opportunity cost is the best way to say it. You've missed out. You've blown it. You've thoroughly and totally embarrassed yourself. Woo, doggy. I got some stories there. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting that you, uh, you said you don't know what's happening on the other side, right, of the equation, being that, that other person or that other group of people. Um, I would challenge that statement a little bit and say, yeah, that's true. And the other thing that you might not know and have a full grasp of is what's going on on your side mm-hmm. and why you are reacting the way you're reacting. Because oftentimes you react to things that you see because of stuff that's going on with you internally way more than what is actually going on externally, right? So one of the reasons I think that people judge other other folks is because of their own insecurities um, and their own their own fear about, about certain things. Is, sure. Uh, Absolutely. I, yeah, it, I, I'm, it was one of the points I was going to make is exactly that. Yeah, it, it reveals probably more about you as an individual than it does about what's 
what's going on on the other side of, of the thing or the person that you're judging. And a lot of times it's not good. Your own, you know, assumptions. Uh, yeah, just all of your own. Yeah, it can reveal the dark side because you're, you're making judgments based on some of your own insecurities all the time. And the other thing I'd say about that is if you're in a situation where you find yourself judging people a lot, it definitely has way more to say about you than it does about them. And in fact, I think, and, and there's certainly information out there to support this, that the happier and more fulfilled and sec- secure you are in who you are, the less likely that you are going to be to judge others. You know, you, uh, you're, you're very content with who you are and, and how you're operating. And, you know, I just, I think you're potentially more tolerant or um, less concerned with, you know, how, how other people are showing up to you. And, that, and I don't mean that in a callous, um, non-caring way. It's just not something you focus on. Yep. Yeah, you're right. When you recognize your own weaknesses and when you have the scars that you're carrying around from your own mistakes, when you've made misjudgments, it's, it makes it easier to not be so quick to judge. And I think that's valuable. I think that's the wisdom of the ages. I really do. When, you, when you're young and you're making these mistakes and you're going through these various scenarios and you're, <laughs> yeah, you just have no idea. You think you're right. You think you're righteous. And you find out later. I, w- I was thinking of story after story. Uh, after dude, story. I'm telling you, I'm sitting here going, you've got to tell a story, right? Because you're, you're laughing and you're like having this own experience by yourself over there. <laughs> like you got to share what's going on. All right, here's the story. This is thoroughly embarrassing and demonstrating uh, the person that I was back when I was a young 20-something single man. So we were, um, I, I was in the Coast Guard. And I had rotated off a ship, and I was stationed. Uh, I won't get into any of the specific details, but I was working in a building. I was in an operational support kind of a unit. And there was this very fun thing that would happen about 3.30 every day. <laughs> I have told you this yes, story. Yes, keep going. God, I love this story. Keep going. And yes, Can I tell to- this oh, story? Oh, please do. Absolutely. Um, this is a great story. Perfect example. It's a perfect example of judgment. So, so there I was, 3.30, you know, we were in a part of town near the water where there was lots of things to do, and, and especially when the weather was nice, everybody would come out and be walking around, and it was just fun to people watch. We were on the fifth floor of this building. I was with a bunch of guys uh, that were sailors, ship drivers, raw, you know, all that kind of stuff. And we had these big ass binoculars that were that were there with us. And every day at 3:30, the building would open up. And so for a few minutes, whoever was had a free moment would run over to the window, pick up the binoculars, and just start looking at the people. And you know, sometimes it was might... it all the people? <laughs> <laughs> I was a I was a 20-something single man, so I was looking for the pretty girls. Oh. Yes, yes. Imagine and, that. And pretty much everybody else was too, actually, uh, among this crowd. And uh, so we would, 
we would find a pretty girl and everybody would, you know, be fighting for the binoculars and everybody would be oogling and googling and doing all the things that you do. Well, this one day, <laughs> I saw the opposite of, in my mind, I saw a woman who just, I judged instantly. And it, and it wasn't a good judgment. And, you know, this woman was severely overweight and she just looked like the kind of person, she, I mean, she had stringy hair that didn't look like it had been washed or dealt with in a long time and her clothes just didn't fit right. And oh, it's, it's so hard to tell the story because I'm so embarrassed by it to this day. But, uh, and, and I was looking and I, of course, in the worst possible way, said to my buddy who I was working with, hey, come on, come on. I can't even tell the story. Come over here and look at this one. And so I, I grab him and I pull him over and he, I give him the binoculars and, you know, I, I, I point her out and he's looking at um, her and I'm saying, can you imagine, can you imagine going home with that thing? You know, I'm just, I'm saying the, the most horrendous, most awful things that, uh, that you can say when you are judging somebody. And I was so completely dead wrong. So anyway, I felt awful about it later, uh, which you'll find out soon why. Uh, so anyway, we just sort of forgot about it, or I, I shouldn't say we forgot about it. I forgot about it, and I just went back to work. And I'm sitting there, uh, and then we worked in a secure uh, facility, and occasionally visitors would come to the, and uh, I, you know, I heard the buzzer at the front door. And so I looked at the camera that showed who was standing at the front door, and there was this woman, much to my surprise, the same woman that I was looking at from the fifth floor down on the street. Ruh -oh. and, and I thought, what? This is interesting. I still didn't know what was, you know, exactly what was going on. I just, so I called my colleague over and I said, do you know this person? Uh, and, and, uh, and he said, that's my wife. Oh, oh my goodness. In an instant, everything about the way I think about people changed. I was so embarrassed, so humiliated. I wanted to, I, I could have fit into any crack that was any, I mean, I just wanted to go and hide. I was, I was just speechless, felt horrible. And it was, it was an awful thing to do. I mean, I can look back on it now and I can still feel how I felt during that moment. And like I said, that was when I decided my judgment is over. I don't know who, I don't know what, I don't know. There's so much I don't know. And, uh, you know, after, she, and she was coming to, to this place because we were on a shift. We weren't working normal hours. We were on shift work. And she was bringing him dinner. And, uh, and you know, she came in and he introduced me to her. And oh my goodness! And later, um, this gentleman who I'm talking about—I didn't know him well at that point. I know him well enough to, you know, work with him a few times. But we, we ended up becoming very good friends. And uh, I, as you can imagine, I was groveling and apologizing uh, to the highest order. And I'm sorry this story has taken so long. No, it's it, it, it's a great story and great lessons associated with it. This is the danger that you when you think you know and. It was so immature. I was so wrong. Oh, good Lord. 
uh, I think back now and think, oh, and it was so shallow. And I, I, it's almost embarrassed to admit that I was that person. But I, I suppose everybody maybe has. I, I think we've all been that person, <laughs> you know, at, at, at some point in our lives. And I think, I think you're right um, that it, it changes as you age and, and begin to appreciate different things, mm-hmm. you know. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I certainly can't walk around and tell you that I, I operate without judgment at all. Right. That's that. That's not the truth. Um, but I can say without a, a shadow of a doubt that I, I don't operate with the same levels of judgment that I have in times past. Right. Right. You know, I certainly give people more grace and I'm more open to listen to their stories and try to better understand who they are, where they're coming from, why they feel that way. Instead of shutting them down and not wanting to hear what they have to say. I love that word you used, grace. That's that's the perfect word. Give them the grace, and uh, and then take the time to to learn about what's going on, and and even a lot of times those kind of initial judgments. I mean, how many times have you heard couples talk about? Well, the first time I met my future husband, it was an awful experience, and I made a judgment, and you know, and then it turns out to be the best person they ever met. Uh, maybe that's you. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, you've heard my story, right? I have, yes. I, <laughs> I slept through our first date. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Fortunately, she has a forgiving heart yeah. and gave me another chance. Best thing that ever happened to you, right? Yes, indeed. Yeah. And, you know, maybe to her, too. I don't know that she would. She probably wouldn't argue that. Okay. Right? I mean, we, we've done some really cool things together, and we've got some uh, awesome children and and. A granddaughter as a result, so yeah. She thinks you're all right? Yeah, I mean, I certainly can't speak for her, but I think she does. Okay. Because <laughs> she's told me so. Yeah, I suspect you're right. <laughs> so yeah, when you do these judgments, you, uh, you, here's another thing that we do when we judge. We avoid. You know, if you, imagine, and, and this is a case where I did it right instead of did it wrong. When I saw you out there on the picnic tables with, with your brothers, drinking beer and smoking cigars, and I decided there's a bunch of bikers. I want nothing to do with them. I'm going to avoid. We wouldn't be here. There's another one. So another example. Yeah. And I'd be like, well, you opened a brewery. What the hell do you think was going to happen? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you expect to come? Right? I mean, yes. The, the Certain segments of uh, society like beer and, and so on, but we're one of those, and, yeah, we like it too. Right. We like it a lot. Right. You know, another thing that we do when we judge it, it very often is it, um, it reveals an arrogance that we have internally. Yeah. Oh, man, I would never do that. Oh, man, I would never look like that. Oh, man, I would never be that kind of a person. And it, it places you in your own mind on a, on a pedestal above that other person, uh, which actually is probably exactly the opposite. You're feeling bad about yourself and you feel like you got to tear somebody else down in order to make you you feel better. Yeah. It goes back to that whole insecurity thing. And it's, um, you know, we didn't specifically say this about your story. One of the things is it can be incredibly hurtful to other people. Oh, you know, yes. and, yes. um, why, right. You know, why, why, you know, I, I mean, people say this jokingly, um, and, and I, I say it with all sincerity, right? So why, why can't we just all get along and respect 
one another's views. Right. You know, now I understand that there's going to be exceptions to that. Right. So if you, you know, decide that you like to kill people um, and, you know, you just randomly go about killing people that, you know, don't need killing um, because, you know, in certain circumstances, there are people that need killing. Um, But, you know, absent that, um, we're probably not going to get along all that well. You know, and I, you know, but so I think there are extreme versions of, of anything, but ultimately, um, I, th- I think if you take time to sit down and have conversations with people and be open-minded enough to give them an opportunity to share who they are and what they care about, you'll find that you have more in common than not. That's right. And we've said this before. Mm-hmm. This is, this is not new information. Right. Yep. I, you know, back to the point we made earlier that it's okay to judge initially and and you need to do that because sometimes your judgment that your spidey sense might be telling you oh this is this situation is not good i'm not going to seek first to understand this particular situation because i'm not having a good feeling about any of this and i'm getting out of here i'm not saying don't do that because sometimes your judgment is is telling you get the hell out of here Right. And you need to get the hell out of there. Yeah, you've got fear and survival instincts for a reason. Right. And, and we're certainly not uh, encouraging you to uh, to go against those. Yeah. Yeah, when you said what you said, that's what you, you reminded me of, that that's a, a point that we have to allow people, <laughs> all of us, uh, to, to make these judgments and have, have the reactions that come with them because sometimes they're exactly right, especially with women, right? Women have that female intuition, and if they're getting – Something going on that tells them eh, this is not good. Probably ought to pay a little more attention to it. Yeah. At least I do. Yeah, I think in, in, in a lot of ways, you know, maturity is a good thing and, and life experience is a good thing. And I think as far as judgment goes, maybe we need to dial it back to how we first reacted to one another when we were children. Right. And you're you're engaged in, you know, that first year at school or, or whatnot. You know, mm. kids kids don't have judgment. At that age. You're right. Unless somebody's programmed it into them. They have curiosity. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. If they see something different, they want to know about it, but they're not judging it. They just no. want to know about it. That's a great, that's a great way to think about it. I like that. So what do you do about it when, you, when you've made the mistake? Well, I guess it depends on what the mistake is and how far it's gone, right? So I, I think there's ways of, um, of retraining yourself to avoid falling into that trap, right? So, you know, train yourself to have that internal dialogue before you react, uh, providing that. And, and I think in most circumstances, there is going to be time for you to process that um, and, and catch yourself as you're reacting, and, you know, put the brakes on that and, and allow yourself to, to have an open mind and, and listen um, and, and, and seek to, to gain greater understanding before you make that, that judgment to shut that person off or shut them down, not pay attention to them, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. You know, back to the word grace that you used um, and back to my story for just a second. <clears throat> his name wasn't Bob, but I'll call him Bob. After, after his wife left, I... Um, as the most humble and contrite person on the planet, I went up to him and said, hey, Bob, I I am so incredibly sorry and deeply embarrassed and ashamed of of what I did and what I said. And, uh, you know, 
he was so gracious about it all, which, which was amazing to me because he could have been so incredibly pissed off and that could have been the end of any kind of other than a workplace professional relationship right. that we would have ever had. And, and he wasn't, and he, he forgave me and he, um, he had grace and, uh, let me off the hook. Uh, I think he saw, you know, what I, what, sorry about that. I bumped that. I think he saw what I, <laughs> what I had done, what I was doing to myself and was okay with it. So, um, you know, that's something to think about as you consider the mistakes that you've made along the way is try to make right, try to make good, and uh, and certainly learn the lessons that you need to as you walk away from those situations. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that. The, uh, the other thing I'd call out is um, the first thing and the first person that you need to stop judging and help train yourself to stop judging is you. Hmm. Right. You got to stop judging yourself, because if you're judging yourself frequently, then you're probably judging other people as well. So it starts with you, um, as do many of the things in in life. Right. So you've got to take control of your own thoughts and actions, et cetera. Um, But, yeah, stop judging yourself, man. Be be a little lighter on, on yourself. Give yourself some grace. And why do we do that? Why do we judge ourselves? You know, I think it goes back to. um uh, lots, lots of things. Fear and insecurity jump right to the top of the list, though. And, um, you know, it, it could come from, you know, conditioning that you had in your younger years, right? Things that people said to you. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, there's, uh, there's all kinds of exercises you can do with, you know, um, making a mental note of somebody from your childhood. Let's say a, 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 an adult male figure from your childhood that said something that was hurtful and demeaning to you that you still think about today and and you believe has an impact on your life today. Yeah. Um, Write that down, you know, and you could do the same thing flipping the coin and, uh, and, and, and thinking about something that had a positive impact, right? Somebody that said something or did something or an interaction that you had with someone that has had a lifelong positive impact on you. And, you know, it's just evidence that stuff like that sticks, right? So um, it's a, um, in some ways, it's a powerful weapon, even though you don't necessarily intend it as a weapon. Um, it can it can leave a wound that'll stay there for a while. Yeah, it, it, it can leave a wound with you and with the other person. Yeah. And, um, you know, you do you think... Even though there are no words exchanged, I mean, I know you think this, but I'll just ask the question anyway. There are no words exchanged in a judgment that maybe you make about somebody else. Never spoke a word. Do you think they know it? Do you think they feel it? And what do you think it does to that to the other person? So I think they do know it. And I, I absolutely think they know it. I think they feel it. And it, it's just, you know, it, they walk away from that scenario not in a good light, yeah. right? So it... And I think that uh, that all comes down to, well, you you probably can't control your body language, right? So you don't necessarily verbalize it, and you still may make a pretty loud statement about mm-hmm. how you feel. Um, and I also think that people can, can pick up on your, you know, your moods, your vibration, and, uh, and they know, you know, things just aren't right here. This person is 
is not not about what I'm what I'm doing, saying, or you know, me in general. Right. Yeah, and that's that's not good. I mean, what I don't know what the exact percentage is because you read about different studies and they say different amounts, but the majority of communication is nonverbal. That's the point. And so you don't have to exchange words. It can be a look. It can be a turn. It can be a glance. It can be, I mean, a hand gesture. Who knows? All of these things where, where somebody's judging you and they have no idea. Um, yeah. Yeah, I remember. I, and the reason that I say that is because I have a very specific memory. Years and years ago, um, I was looking for a house to buy. And this was a nice house. This one that I wanted to take a look at. And it would, it would appear from all external appearances that this was going to be an expensive home. And when you drove up to the house, you saw the kind of cars that were parked out in front of the home that, were, that had people that were there for the open house. And these were really nice cars. And I drove up in a Volkswagen Jetta. And I, I could not believe there was never a word spoken. But I walked in the front door to look at this house. And the real estate agent saw me get out of my car. And there was judgment instantly. And the judgment was, what are you doing here? You're driving that car. You can't afford this house. Why are you walking in here? I mean, it was unbelievable. You know what I did? I turned around and walked out, and that was the end of it. Didn't buy that house. That is real impact. Yeah. In both and, directions. And could have, right? That's uh, right. No, no issues there. No issues. There's could have, a, could have uh, afforded the house, yeah. There's a great story about um, Sam Walton, right, the, the founder of Walmart. And uh, him, that guy, love him, story. him on a, uh, and, and I hear, you know, I never met the guy, but I hear he would, you know, dress in his overalls or, Cowboy you know, boots. he'd be standing next to you in the in line of the grocery store and you'd have no idea that you were standing next to the guy that founded Walmart and everything that goes with that. Right. There's <clears> a story about him going to um, shop for a truck, like tractor trailer kind mm-hmm. of truck. Yep. And um, dressed how he normally dresses like that and how this, this salesperson just didn't give him the time of day. Wow. And, uh, and he went across the street to a different truck dealership and bought a fleet of trucks, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars in commission this guy made that sold him those trucks. And one of the things that he had that guy do was, uh, and, and this was part of the deal. So the story goes is, um, had him, make sure that he shared his experience with the guy across the street (laughs) just to let him know what he missed out on because of his judgment. Right. Yeah. That's what happens. So keep it in check. Think about it. Uh, Know what you're doing. It's okay to have the initial judgment, but reevaluate it. Unless of course you're in a, some sort of fight for flight situation where, you know, then, that's that's different, but that's not typical life. We're not we're not about to be eaten by the tiger every single moment of every day. And uh, and when we're not, we have the luxury to stop and truly seek yeah. first to understand. Yeah, and uh, you know, I'm still thinking about your question. You know, how how do you do it differently, mm-hmm. right? And I, I'm these these words keep bouncing around in my head. You know, operate. Um, I've already said grace, right? But operate from a position of kindness, um, grace and curiosity 
mm-hmm. right? And it, I think if you if you do those things, um, the tendency to judge will be diminished. Yep. Yep. And your possibilities won't. Mm-hmm. See what I did there? See what I did there with the title? Say it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to say it again. Say it again. <laughs> I said, when you do that, right, your um, that your your opportunity or your tendencies to judge will be diminished, and not your opportunities. I think is what I said, right. or something to that effect. Yeah, because you know you 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 don't know what you've missed out on because of your judgment. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I I think we just need to operate as uh, as kind people and and be compassionate and caring about people around you in your community and uh, wherever you are. Why wouldn't you want to be? Yeah. Right? I mean, I think you want that from other people, so why are you not dealing that same stuff out yourself? Yep. Yep. Yeah, my mind is racing because now that we're on the topic, there's so many stories that I I know in my life that I've, I've made misjudgments, and this is my last story. There was a gentleman that I worked with who uh, I didn't know well, and I saw him, this was, again, years and years ago, a long time ago. Everything about this guy, based on my brief observation of him, was he was lazy, he was, he was slothful. There was just nothing that, about the way he, he, you know, he sat at his desk, he never got up, seemed like he was just, you know, sitting there doing nothing. And I, you know, I didn't know. I didn't know him. I didn't know anything about him. I just know that he seemed like he had no energy, and he and he just sat at his desk and did nothing all day long. That was my judgment. That was my what I thought was my observation. Turns out, as I found out later, this was the most efficient and effective worker that I had ever met. This guy could crank stuff out, and the reason he sat at his desk and did stuff is because that's what he was doing: sitting at his desk, getting stuff done while I was walking around, talking to people, responding to every squirrel that walked in front of me and thinking about everything except getting the job done. And when I figured out how incredibly productive he was, I was like, dude, I, I used to try to encourage him to get up and get out of his desk so he could get some exercise during the day. And uh, man, it was a gross, another gross misjudgment. Uh, and you know, now this, this gentleman is a very good friend of mine. And uh, it's amazing how you just miss it. In the yeah. early times, yeah. So, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm trying to think if I know people like that. I'm sure I do. I have to fan through the uh, the memory banks there and see. But yeah, I could see where you could make that judgment and be off. You know, yeah, he's sitting at his desk because he's actually getting I'm, stuff done. Haven't you? I mean, tell me about a misjudgment you've made along, along the way. I've I've revealed some of my stories here. Um, I like talking about your stories. All right. Um, I'm sure there's some, but honestly, I, I, there's not one that's jumping out in the forefront of my mind. You are a better man than I. No, I'm certainly not saying that. Um, I'm I'm just, I'm just saying there's not one that's jumping out that's, uh, that, that, uh, I can think of to share. I'm sure as soon as we're done talking about this, you'll you'll think of something will pop into my head. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not meaning to put pressure on you. <clears throat> yeah, I guess I, 
I didn't think about it, um, you know, in preparation for this. I wasn't wasn't thinking about it in that way. So those those things didn't uh, didn't come up. But now now I am thinking about that, and I. <laughs> Uh, that's I, all right. You know, I know there's, there are going to be some that yeah. pop into my head now, no yeah. doubt. Yeah. As soon as you get home, your wife is going to say, well, what about this one? And what about that one? And what about, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. I'm sure there's been, uh, been situations in our relationships where we've made judgments about something that someone said or, um, yeah, you know, <laughs> the, this story that you shared with us about, it's not about the nail. Right. Yes. That has come up to, um. Uh, be brought into my the forefront of my being uh, in in other occasions. You right? use it all the time. Yeah, no, no, it gets used on me sometimes. Oh, it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, Julie will look at me and she's like, "Seriously, it's not, not about, about the nail." nail. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and I'm like, "Damn it! I I hate it when my own information is used against me." I love that. That is great. See? Yeah, there was uh, there was something she did the other day where I was frustrated because. My plan for the day didn't go as planned because there were certain things that I needed to do <laughs> that were somewhat uh, reliant on the weather, right? And the weather did not cooperate, which I don't have any control over. But, um, you know, apparently I was wearing that on my sleeve a little bit, and, uh, and she, she called me out on it and, uh, and then, you know, proceeded to tell me that I, I shouldn't get spun up about things that I don't have control over. I'm like... You damn right. Very, very good <laughs> advice. I'm like, yes. holy shit, that's freaking intelligent. Where'd you right. get that from? Right. No. She and she's doing it with intention because she loves doing that, right? So throwing if I've said it and and yeah, she loves throwing that back at me. Not in a vindictive or mean way, just it, you know, it's just a thing that we do. It's pretty cool. You bet. And my children like doing it too. You bet. That's the uh one of the Unintended consequences. Fortunately, I don't give them that many opportunities. <laughs> you do now. <laughs> Every week, you're, yeah. you're recording an hour's worth of material. Yes. Uh, and you can, you can assure you're going to hear from as time rolls on. Yeah, no doubt. So, I, you know, I, I appreciate the conversation about this. I, I think it's something that we, um, in, in some ways, we can laugh about the mistakes that we've made. Right. Um, it's not funny, the people that we may have hurt in the process. Right. Um, I just think it's a time to sit back and reflect and, you know, figure out, is that really how you want to show up? Mm -hmm. And if you don't, then learn how to do it differently. Right. Yep. Good advice. Absolutely. And, um, I, you know, like, like so often when we do these podcasts, I walk away with a, a renewed sense of. Um, I want to get better at doing this, uh, continuous improvement, and this is another area that I, that I will do that. Because when, you, when you're not talking about it and you're not thinking about it, things just sort of happen. Right. But, um, you know, when you take the time to dig into it a little bit, you can improve yourself. So yeah. for all of those listening, here's an opportunity to improve yourself. Yeah, I don't know why this popped in my head when you were saying that, but it's almost like, you know, stop operating on the autopilot of life mm. and, and actually take hold of the controls and, uh, and, and take charge of, of where this flight path is going. That's it. That's it exactly. Because you have that ability, yep. right? No, nobody else does. It's, uh, it's your flight. It's your ride. Take it where you want it to go. And enjoy it along the way. That's not the end, but, you know, I had to throw that in. No, no, I was like, man, that sounds freaking outstanding. We should use that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, definitely. 
All right, so what have, what have we not covered off on, on on judgment that we need to? We've covered everything that I wanted to make sure we talked about, so I'm good on my end. All right. So no judgment in this whatsoever, but I would say that whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever you're doing right now, and for the time between this podcast and the next one, make sure that you take time Thank you for listening to this episode of the Greybeard Chronicles. Please subscribe so you'll receive notification when new episodes are available. To learn more about the Greybeards, visit their website, graybeardchronicles.com.